0: It feels really weird like not having my computer in front of me, not having a mic stand, not having headphones. Uh I'm like naked and afraid right now. Also yep. I'm naked.
1: Also naked. <laughs> Don't worry about that though. Yeah,
0: but that's that's how I record every week. Yeah. It's just more it's different when we're in person.
1: Well, yes. <laughs> I mean
0: Yeah. Yep, there you go. Spread <laughs> your legs wide open. <laughs> I just See that's the worst part is that now now that we're in person, I'm gonna start doing visual gags uh, on this audio medium again, and it's really (laughs) just gonna all the subscribers are gonna drop
1: off. Oh my god!
0: Like shit, I'm so sick of Jason doing visual comedy.
1: Savage lands now a
0: slapstick comedy show. (laughs) Only visual, we're mimes. Yeah, we're just gonna do the foley work for you. Should we should we do should we (laughs) do a mime podcast? No, (laughs) where where it's just two hours of nothing. Maybe just, like, the sounds of, like, breaths. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, we could turn the gain up on the mic show high so you could, like, hear every, like...
0: Like, fabric moving. Fabric
1: moving and eyes blinking <laughs> and, like, toes, t- like, feet touching the ground.
0: I, Dude, I would love to do a mime podcast where it's just every week there's another episode <laughs> that's just two hours of silence. <laughs> so so lazy (laughs) (laughs) i really like i'm i might do it now just to see how many subscribers we'd get for that
1: there's no who
0: would buy into that people who appreciate the website click hole yeah maybe for one episode yeah i mean they wouldn't listen to it i think they'd listen to maybe one episode but then they'd stay subscribed forever episode Probably not the whole one, yeah. Nobody, They'll probably skip through and I, like Yeah, exactly. Is it did they really do it? Silence for two hours? Oh they did. Dude, but that's see, h- here's the thing though. Then you literally just have like like five seconds where like some noise happens in the middle of it and just like so they miss it entirely. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. It's like a hidden it's like a hidden passcode to the to the treasure. It's a secret track. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's a terrible. You know what here. else has a secret track? Definitely the Savage
1: Land. Welcome back to the Savage Land. I'm Jason, and I'm Matt. And you, what?
0: Matt Matthew. I felt like it had more impact you. if I said it that way. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know. Yeah.
0: I know. Um, I mean, you told yourself that. Yeah. No, I've I've talked
1: about it before on the show.
0: Son of a bitch. <laughs> the show that I do every week <laughs> with uh, from Utah. Oh my with God. With Rachel.
1: With Rachel. Yeah. Um, well, here I am in L.A. by myself in my underwear.
0: Naked. Naked. Didn't you say you were naked? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was naked before. <laughs> Put some underwear on. I felt yeah. that was appropriate.
0: <clears throat> um, man, it's weird. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I forgot to tell you, but yeah, Rachel never showed up here in Utah in the Matt Cave. She just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. She's not responding. No? No, yeah. Well, but, uh, I wonder what she's doing. Yeah, who knows? Uh, maybe she'll, maybe she'll show up at some point. But, uh, What's 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 going on out there in LA?
1: I can't take you seriously right now, because you have a chip stuck to your shirt.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Savage Land. We put food on our shirts,
0: and then spill like eighty million crumbs all over Mat I mean, my carpet.
1: <laughs> We're really nailing this this one.
0: Nailing it. This dude this is such a good bit. Um, we should just commit to it forever and and never let it die.
1: Yeah, it's gonna die pretty quick here.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> what you been up to, man?
1: Um. Yeah, not much. You know, I was I was I was, uh, I was thinking about what, uh, what what's my catch up for this week. I I watched a little bit of Riddick and Jurassic World.
0: Oh. <laughs> Both just iron ironclad movies. Oh man! What? Wait. So are you talking Riddick like OG Riddick like like uh, whatever it's called? No, not Pitch Black,
1: not the Chronicles of Riddick, just Riddick, the one that came out in 2014.
0: Oh, like the like the, the way after it's been cool Riddick.
1: Yeah, well, that's still cool, but is it? There's it's like two movies in one. One movie is him on this desert planet trying to survive with alien creatures, mm-hmm. and he breaks his leg, and he's got to like. You know, survive this harsh environment. That's cool, and then there's the other half of it where it's like some weird, like Game of Thrones royalty fight fest, like conflict thing with Car- with, Carl- fight fest. With, with Carl Urban. <laughs> Hell yeah, uh, and that's
0: terrible. So <laughs> I. I can never decide if I like Carl Urban or not, only because he does so many bad movies that I'm like, Carl Urban, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, but then he's Judge Dredd, and it's the best.
0: Yeah. Mm. Apparently, he's coming back for that TV show. They're doing a Judge Dredd TV show, and Carl Urban's in talks to come back.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not confirmed. It's
0: not confirmed, but he's like, you know.
1: I'd be into it. He's good. He's- I, Carl Urban's really good, when you can only see the lower half
0: of his face. <laughs> Man, Carl Urban's jawline is great. His yeah. eyes, fucking, forget about it. Know, but his man, that's jawline. Weirdo eyes. <laughs> you know, oh shit! Hold on, Matt. Yeah. Jason, hold on, Jason. <laughs> uh, we we have we have a voicemail. Uh, oh, wow. Somebody's somebody's left a message. I don't know who it's from or what it is, but uh, we'll find out. Let's see here. Okay. Let's we'll, let's.
1: Hey guys, it's Rach. The strangest thing happened while I was driving. I saw a bright light and decided to follow it. I was suddenly transported to some desert with no means of escape. Not sure how to get home. Funny. Is this door always out here? Oh, well. I'm sure it'll work out. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: Huh. That sounds like everything's fine. Yeah, we shouldn't worry about nah, that. Nah, no, not at yeah. all. Okay. Yeah, she, she sounded pretty uh, peachy and, and cheerful, so. Yeah, I'm sure she's fine. As long as you say it in a positive tone, things are probably going great.
1: Yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. No. Can you
0: imagine you're like you're like kidnapped and uh you make a call. You know, like you make like the, the you make a call to like the demands of the kidnapper or whatever like that, but like they demand that you say whatever their message is in like a super positive tone. <laughs> Hi. The ransom's five hundred thousand dollars. If, if you, don't, you don't do it, they're gonna kill me.
1: Yeah, if you don't do it, they're gonna cut off my fingers one at a time.
0: <laughs> and stick pickles on my fingers. That'd be <laughs> Pickle fingers. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be that be a weird. That's one foreshadowing. Think. Yeah, that's foreshadowing for the rest of the show. Spoilers. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> Spoilers. I'm going to cut off uh, someone's fingers. I was going to say Matt's, but yeah, I'm going to cut off Matt's fingers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, we've really, we've really got this bit figured out. I think yeah, we're, this we're is doing going well. Well, I'm um, glad we decided to do this bit. <laughs> stupid. Uh, yeah. So so Riddick the out, out of 10? Um also I just want to say I'm glad I'm glad Rachel's still out there and she's not dead. We'll see how long it takes to yeah. go back. Uh she'll be fine. Riddick, yeah. I'll give it a f- 4 out of 10.
1: 4 out of 10. It's a pretty bad movie.
0: Hold on, before I respond to your 4 out of 10 on Riddick, I also want to say if you're a listener who also follows a light into a tunnel, uh you can call our Savage Land hotline. 413-Savage-4 is the number.
1: Damn, Matt, you're getting good at that.
0: Yeah. I, I nailed it. <laughs> As Matt. I'm Matt. Um, you yeah, know, if you want to leave a voicemail like Rachel did, normally it's going to sound better than it did, just barely. Or maybe it already does sound better, depending on if we decided to edit it. And that's up to me, Matt. <laughs> um, it's the Matt show uh, starring
1: me. Matt, uh, J- Matt. Matt. He's Matt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Call, call our call our freaking hotline. Leave us a voicemail four one three savage four. We'll 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 play you on the show. Yeah. Did do you think Riddick
1: deserves more than four out of ten points?
0: There, uh, yeah. Tell us what you think of Riddick. Um, <laughs> I, there's nothing in the world that would convince me to watch that movie.
1: Um, there's cool creatures in it. Nope.
0: There's really cool creatures in it. Nope. There's- if I want to see cool creatures, I will watch the Star Wars prequels. There's other cool creatures in it. <laughs> if, if I want to watch Vin Diesel like completely just sell out to the highest degree, then I'll watch Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage.
1: I think Riddick's probably better than that.
0: It probably is, but it doesn't have anyone uh, skiing down a dry mountain. See? True. Yeah. Checkmate, bitch. It's got weird scorpion water creatures. Well, as because I'm Matt, I love that type of thing, but I'm still thinking that I'm not going to watch it. No, it's pretty bad. I wouldn't watch it. Uh, oh, I should mention, this episode is brought to you by Comic Bento. Oh. Uh, promo code SAVAGE. Uh, go to comicbento.com, use promo code SAVAGE, $5 off your first box. We'll tell you more about it later in the show.
1: If, if you're lucky, though, you'll get some Riddick comics.
0: Yeah. No. Maybe. That's. I don't think that's luck.
1: I don't know. What if they're really good? Pitch Black is a good movie. Yeah.
0: Have you seen Pitch Black? I feel like I watched it once when it was like on TNT. Pitch Black is arguably a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> a ringing endorsement from Matt. Put it on the cover. From Jason. Pitch Black is an arguably from good J- movie. Jason gave me that. Gave that. Yeah, but yeah, it's J- yeah. Jason's quote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give up on the bit. Yeah. Um, no, let's let's just give up. I'm Jason.
1: I'm Matt. Uh... Welcome to the show. That wasn't obvious.
0: Also, <laughs> uh, well, you watched you watched Riddick and then Jurassic World again. Yeah, in parts. I don't like that movie. I really don't like Jurassic World.
1: I watched it because there's dinosaurs in it. That's why I wanted to give up on the bit because I couldn't be convincing talking as you about <laughs> being excited to watch a movie solely because of the CG dinosaurs. Yeah, thing.
0: I'm sure the illusion got really shattered right in that moment when you gave up because a lot of people were probably really buying into it.
1: Uh, no, it's all right. It's not great. It's not terrible. It's just like it's just a dinosaur movie, an uh, action dinosaur movie. There's nothing special about it.
0: Did I did I tell you that I went and saw Jurassic Park uh, in a theater? No. Dude, it was super dope. It was uh, it was another one at Tarantino's theater, um, just like a daytime showing of Jurassic Park with some fucking dollar popcorn, two dollar drink, sit down and just enjoy the show with a packed house at like noon on a Saturday. Yeah, that sounds like fun, dude. It was so dope. We went to the 3D one a couple years back. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I I never I I don't know if I'd like Jurassic Park in 3D. It translated well. They didn't yeah. overdo it. Okay. It wasn't like, let's see how deep the 3D can go. <laughs> I want to make sure you see all those dinosaur buttholes that don't exist in this movie. <laughs> no, it was all right. Uh, I don't know. Jurassic World's fine. It's not like Chris Pratt's okay in it. Mm, mm, I like mm. his character. See, I actually, that's that's the part that I don't like is they somehow made Chris Pratt n- bland in that movie. Like yeah. he He is the most bland that a Chris Pratt can be in that movie. Keeps. You know what?
1: I I watched Guardians two again just recently
0: Uh uh-huh. because it came out
1: on dubbed video dubbed. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I thought he was blander in that. Really, I think Chris Pratt's the weakest part of Guardians
0: two, and I think Guardians two is a great movie.
1: Interesting. And I thought Star Lord was kind of written poorly.
0: Now, now I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again because because
1: it's like all this stuff, all these characters are like just awesome and like kind of. Very animated and cartoony, whereas he's just kind of like,
0: "Hey, I'm um, Star Lord." So, that was a pretty good Chris Pratt voice, was it? Yeah, I wasn't even trying for it. I'm, I'm Star Lord. <laughs> you just got to sound vaguely from the Midwest, uh, but I, you know, anyway. You
1: no, know, Guardians two, they're they're re watching the Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was worth it. I uh, like that movie.
0: Uh, did you speaking of uh Marvel movies and crazy cosmic stuff did you see the uh, Ragnarok trailer with uh Doctor Strange showing up in it the international trailer yeah no, i haven't watched it yet. that came out today yeah
1: like earlier today no, i haven't watched it yet.
0: uh no okay well yeah or yesterday whatever yes whatever it is um or like last fucking week if you're listening to this um C- yeah <clears throat> yeah catch up us. <laughs> catch up yeah us in the <laughs> present that's the past now um Benedict Cumberbatch's American accent gets weaker and weaker the more I hear it oh is it pretty bad it's pretty rough man uh it's nowhere near as bad as it was when he did a Boston accent in Black Mass did you see that movie no dude like literally and and I mean this is no offense to the people I'm about to talk about but Benedict Cumberbatch in that movie just sounds deaf he doesn't sound like he's from Boston (laughs) he doesn't sound like even an American he just sounds like a deaf guy that's bad. It's really weird because he's not playing a deaf character at all. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it it's odd. I think like why why don't why didn't they just make Doctor Strange British? Like, does anyone really care that he's American? I wouldn't have given a shit. Like it's it's more mystical if he's British. Of course, people would have given a shit if they made Stephen Strange British. Yeah, but they made the ancient one a white woman. I'm just like, saying,
1: like, people people have a problem with that. People have a problem with yeah. any any deviation.
0: Sure, I'm just saying like if they didn't have a problem whitewashing the ancient one, like I know. I
1: no right, I I I see your point.
0: Yeah. No I don't know. I
1: think you could have made him British. That would have been fine. Yeah. Or they could've given him like the transatlantic accent. There you go. That actually probably would've worked pretty well. <laughs> I'm Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> well no, like, I'm gonna cast a spell. I'm thinking like Doctor Orpheus from Venture Brothers, like like, I'll cast a Great Ghost of Godzilla! Kind
0: of like Mark Hamill's Joker, where it's yeah. like, it's somewhere in between. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. I would still love to hear Transatlantic Doctor Strange, though. <laughs> Have you heard? By the Horror Hosts of Hogarth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll defeat Dormammu. <laughs> I'm going to take the fight to him. Dormammu, we meet again. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get me. Um, I, I I do still hold that that is the the despite Doctor Strange being overall like a movie that I'm not really that uh like jazzed on rewatching at all. Uh, I do think that it's got a great third act f- for a superhero movie. Uh, agreed, and I'm with you. It's like it's, it's I'm not like I watched it once. I've seen it twice. Yeah, the Second time I was same. Like, all right. I've seen this movie. I'm you know. done. Yeah. It's it's in that camp with Thor: The Dark World and Ant Man and like Captain America 1 where it's just like oh yeah that was all right not going to watch it again probably yeah that's the problem with those is they set the
1: standard the standard once they get this ball set so high with you know winter soldier or civil war or guardians then it's like i don't why would i why I, i'm not going to watch yeah the dark world again
0: totally probably uh, not going to
1: watch iron man 2 again oh yeah i have i mean i like iron man 2 yeah, I'm not a hater like a lot of people, but
0: I I will say, uh, Sam Rockwell keeps me coming back to Iron Man 2 every once in a while. I I think it is the weakest Iron Man movie without a doubt. Yeah, but I don't. S-
1: I, yeah, I love Sam Rockwell too. Yeah, I watched I watched half of Moon the other day. That's a good movie. That's a fucking great
0: movie. Yeah. Why uh Why did Duncan Jones do Warcraft? Although I mean, I will I still contend that Warcraft was better than people said it was, but I didn't like it. Did you watch Warcraft? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Did we talk? We yeah, we've talk talked about it. about it. Really? Yeah. Oh, on episode like forty. Oh, yeah. That was like ten years ago. Yeah, pretty much close to that.
1: Um, no, I, uh, Warcraft was okay, not great, but the, the the effects in that movie were incredible, stunning. Yeah,
0: uh, kind of like Valerian. Uh, that was that was exactly like that, where the effects were are worth the price of admission. Mm-hmm. However, uh, the fucking, <clears throat> especially just the casting. And also the acting which was just not good.
1: Wait, did you see Planet of the Apes yet? War of the War?
0: Yes. What'd you think, dude? Yeah. Fuck me
1: sideways. That movie was so good, and the and I'm not wrong, right? Those effects were kind of like above and beyond. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: uh, the, like they were better than Dawn. Because I I went to rewatch Dawn. Uh huh. And like those the apes really stand out from the background in that movie I noticed. Like they're still they're very lifelike, but they just don't quite blend with the environment very well. Uh in in war they blended seamlessly.
1: No, I mean, yeah, those like especially the scenes where they're like riding the horses down the beach and it's just like yeah. holy shit.
0: Yeah. There's nothing that looks
1: f- CG about that at all.
0: Yeah. It like that that movie blew me away. I saw that movie in the same day that I saw like four other movies. Oh, that's right. What was your sequence there? Oh shit, I just realized yeah, I haven't talked about it. There's uh-uh. there's some catch up. Um Atomic Blonde was the first Ooh, one. I, I want to see that still. Um does it better or worse than the like because the, it's gotten good reviews. Yeah, it's it's gotten good reviews. Uh here here's what I'll say I think they made a mistake in marketing it so heavily around John Wick because mm. the director is one of the co directors from John Wick. Uh huh. And it is that type of story, and so all of the trailers, all the commercials, everything like that, it's like, it's the female John Wick, or from the director of John Wick. Like, Gotcha. I think marketing it based on that movie was a mistake, because it's it's not the same type of movie. Okay. The action sequences are the same, and it's a very simple action movie plot, mm-hmm. but it's not at all the same pace. Um, okay. It's a very start and stop movie, and so the pace can be a little jarring. Uh, it felt like it dragged a little bit, however... The action scenes are incredible. Yep. Uh, Charlize Theron and James McAvoy both did a great job. So did um, John Goodman. Uh, I'm, and I, like I'm sold on any movie if John Goodman's even in it. Like I watched the the fucking Gambler, which is one of the most awful movies I've ever seen in my life. Yep. But John Goodman was still worth it, and he was shirtless in that movie. So you know. Yep. Um. But yeah, there, there's a there's an action sequence in Atomic Blonde. It's in the third act. Uh, that lasts. It's it's a single shot. They they might have done some like Birdman style trickery sure, to edit it. Sure. I'm not positive, but as far as it, I can tell, it's a single shot that lasts over five minutes of just action. Wow! It's absolutely mind blowing. Oh, yeah. Uh, like because you you saw Creed, right? No. Oh, dude.
1: I just don't care.
0: You should watch Creed. It's a really good movie. I don't care. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. It's just uh,
1: yeah, I've heard it's good too, but like just like I can't get I can't be bothered to watch a movie about boxing. I don't
0: care. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, just... I would just say there was there was an action scene in Creed that was very similar, and this one outdid it for sure. There was so many incredible stunts that like if they were able to do them all in one shot perfectly like that, mm-hmm. uh, it, like that blows my mind. Oh, Okay, all right, cool. Just crazy execution. Um, so I watched Atomic Blonde, and then I went and watched Seventy Millimeter Dunkirk uh super fun super worth it in 70 millimeter tom hardy's eyes we've already talked all about it um yep and then uh and then war for the planet of the apes um i was by the way uh i i may or may not uh uh, uh, choose your own adventure here but i may or may not have only paid for one ticket that day um and good god is it just like nerve-wracking sitting in a movie theater like like I I did, I did a lot of not paying for stuff when I was uh in my in my youth, you know, before I became an adult. Sure. But as an adult, when you're like sitting in a movie theater, uh possibly knowing that you didn't pay for your ticket, it's like super nerve-wracking being like if I get like arrested for this, that's going to be really stupid. Yeah, that probably just put you out though. I don't know, man. I I never know with that stuff because uh, here's an example. It's already, it's already over and done with, so I can talk about it. But when I was like a kid, I was like 14 or 15, I like tried to shoplift some milk, like just a little bottle of chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. And they, they fucking arrested me for that.
1: You were a little hooligan in the, in the, in the mean streets of American Fork, Utah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the ironic part was that while, while they were like citing me and like calling my mom and stuff like that for the milk that I stole, I was drinking a, you know, remember Jolt? Yeah. I was drinking a giant can of jolt that I had stolen like just an hour previously <laughs> from that same store. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean I maybe I stole it. Um a little hooligan. Yeah, and so it, it's just it's funny, like when you when you're an adult, like those things are not at all like it's just like you don't have the same balls, I think is what it is.
1: No, I would be very nervous.
0: Yeah. Like I couldn't even if I even if I really wanted to, I couldn't even steal like chapstick from a grocery store as an adult. No. But when I was like you know, when I was like fifteen, I'd just be like, "Oh, what? What's that? Yeah, sure, I'll take Call of Duty Black Ops Two from Walmart or Black Ops One. I can't remember which one it was. Probably both. Sure, um, but maybe I didn't do that anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's how you, that's how you create that anonymity. Yeah, there you go. Um, I, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, those were those movies. Atomic Blonde's worth the watch. Uh, Dunkirk, of course, and War for the Planet of the Apes blew my goddamn mind. Yep, I just was. I th- I thought that was so great. Yeah. Uh, and then I read, uh, so Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, uh, who had their giant Batman run that everyone loved in the new 52 uh-huh. have been reunited at last and it feels so good. Uh, the first issue of DC metal came out mm, and okay. So, so DC metal is metal like, like, like metal,
1: metal, not
0: like, like, like I'm going to meddle in your affairs. No, like I got a fucking, like a like two shaft guitar metal and like some some long hair and i'm about to motley crew this bitch um i would say that's glam rock not metal okay fine i'm about to mega death this bitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's more thrashed but, uh, oh god i'll let you
0: slide um but so they're they're doing this event now the first issue just came out today as we're recording this or yesterday sorry um and it's i know it doesn't matter. last week come yeah. on get together <laughs> Uh, but it's it's basically like all the things that we love about the Thor Ragnarok trailers. Uh-huh. This event is very similar. It's Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo doing this like giant like mythological Justice League story. Wait, so is it's completely out of continuity. It's in continuity actually, which is crazy. I think it's mostly because Scott Snyder has and and Greg Capullo as well have that clout at DC where whatever they want to do they can kind of do now.
1: Can they? So
0: is it is it is it is it readable without prior knowledge? yes i believe yeah i think so it's kind of in the same way that scott snyder always writes his stuff where like he throws a lot of information at you pretty quick Uh but it doesn't really require prior knowledge uh there's i'd say to start they had two like prequel comics to this event one was called the forge and the other was called the casting i get it yeah middle. yeah yeah um if you start with those then i think you're totally fine okay
1: no Um, cool i mean that's that's uh, it's always good when there's a, an event that you can just jump into if there's a from from either of the big publishers. Totally, publishers. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but it's really good. It's great to see Snyder and Capullo doing Batman and like DC stuff in general again. It's awesome seeing uh, Capullo's interpretation of the entire Justice League, which he hasn't really had much of an opportunity to do. And it's in like this just like crazy like eighties like like Flash Gordon crazy type setting where it's just like it's just fucking metal man, just banging your head and. Going balls to the wall. Yeah,
1: that sounds like fun. It's
0: really fun. Um, So I loved that. And that's, like, everything I've done.
1: Speaking of 80s and that kind of stuff, I found my dream car the other day. Yeah? It's the Subaru Brat. Oh, fuck, yes. Those old little, like, they're, like, station wagon 4x4s, but the back's a, it's like a hatchback kind of thing, but the entire back half pops off. Yeah. The top, and so there's roll bars with the two seats in the back, kind of like the old 4Runners. yeah. But like super like retro early '80s, late '70s.
0: I think so. I'm pretty sure I watched like there was a show on back in the day. Uh, oh God, yeah, that's great. I it's similar to one of my dream cars, which is the uh, Chevy El Camino.
1: Oh sure, yeah.
0: Um, but uh, I, there there was a show on back in the day on TLC called Overhaulin, where they would just like <laughs> with with the help of like a family member or a friend, they would just steal somebody's classic car. And then turn it into a really awesome car. Um, I, I think there was one episode with a Subaru Brat on it, if I'm not mistaken. That's awesome.
1: No, I, yeah, I we saw one in the, this parking lot the other day. We parked next to it, and I got out and I was like,
0: <gasps> "I wonder how much? How much do you think one of those goes for?"
1: No idea. I'm in a, good shape? Who knows? That's true. Let's see. You could probably get one in pretty, pretty, pretty crummy shape.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna look right now. Okay. Uh, no, I, I just breakfast. I really like those old. Uh,
1: like I, I like I'd consider like an old Datsun would be super cool. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Uh, the Gremlins are cool. Um, I really like
0: the old uh, like two forty Zs, where they're the really long hood and shit. Like
1: yeah, they're cool cars. Or like they're the old BMW. There's like a two door BMW from the seventies. I don't I don't know cars at all, so I'm
0: winging it. Here. Was it or is it was it like a bubble car or no? The bubble car was a different one, but.
1: Mm-mm. Tutor BMW from
0: the seventies. I don't remember what it was. No, but matter. anyway,
1: wait my this uh, this girl I used to date in California had one and that was awesome to drive around in that thing. It's like a just I mean like yeah that's an old car and it's just like yeah. kind of like a kind of a janky stick shift and that was great.
0: I like eighties cars. They're starting to get around to that point where they're becoming cool again. Yep, exactly. And car people never thought they would be cool because mm-hmm. that was like the era of like restrictor plates and like all this stuff on these cars where like the emissions just got like destroyed by the uh whatever it is is it the what's the people that monitors the air epa (laughs) there we go um okay so dude there's a subaru brat in like decent condition on ebay right now for like 36 hundo really yeah dude oh shit, i'm looking at it right now like it's not in bad condition at all maybe the engine doesn't work or something is it red uh it's black i
1: want i want a red or a brown one probably one of those brown ones like the bad 80s brown with
0: yellow and dude it's like it's all good. Here's the here's the item description. Beautiful garage 1986 Brat. Here are more pictures. Ready to drive home. Super nice Survivor. No cracks in the dash pad. Shifts good. Good clutch. No leaks. Let me see it. Yeah, let's see. I'll I'll flip all the way back to the this beginning. This is super good podcasting. Yeah, it's a great great podcasting. Uh, but this, I mean, the Subaru Brat. For those that uh, are listening and not able to look it up, it's like an El Camino but smaller. Yes, that's uh, exactly what and, I want. And way more eighties. Uh, oh, I love it it's fucking dope and a lot of people put the suicide back seats in it yep whereas i love those i love driving behind people who have seats in the bed of their truck and so the the passengers are just staring at your fucking face while you're driving behind them (laughs) while their hair is flapping all about and they can't look the the spare tires in the engine oh holy shit that's (laughs) that is weird have fun. Who puts a spare tire in an engine compartment? Subaru. Put it under the bed, you morons. Or That's just, probably where the gas tank is. Just where the brats are. Okay, that was a dumb joke. <laughs> that was a dumb joke. Anyway, what's next on the uh, list? Um, of... So th- there's there's an app that's been crazy, taking the world by storm. Oh, boy. It's called Saraha, is probably how you sound it, which also sounds like sriracha, which is a great thing to put on things. Also,
1: terrible name for an
0: app. Yeah, it's a really bad name. I think it foreign, something foreign probably. Okay. Um what's the uh give the uh for anyone
1: who's old like me or doesn't care what's the
0: 411 Uh <laughs> old like me <laughs> <laughs> It's it's an app where people can send you a message completely anonymously Yeah Uh so they can they can say whatever the hell they want to say to you without uh without the connotations that knowing you said it uh happen. You know what I mean? The like connotation's
1: like taking responsibility for saying something. Yeah. yeah, totally.
0: So on the surface, and this is this is kind of what you have said, uh, is that it sounds like an easy way for people to just insult each other uh without any kind of it's not as much that it sounds
1: like a way to 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 'cause it sounds like it's popular with younger kids right mm. i imagine high school age is pr- it's pretty popular probably yeah high school through college and what it my my concern is is that it's going to teach kids it's okay to not own up to your shit and own or or, or, conf- or confront and someone and have a difficult conversation well, but we've always
0: person. but sure but we've always had those things i mean back when when we were in high school it was just like you'd write a note on a piece of paper and put it in someone's locker right like
1: yeah but that wasn't it's not it's not quite the same because it's this is like now that it's this like you know now that it's the internet, I don't know for some reason it feels different to me,
0: yeah, and I think that's the thing, but every time I think about this thing, that's my first reaction is like, oh boy, what's this going to teach kids? But then I'm also like, well, with almost everything here, it's like they've always found ways to like do that you know, like most things or at least something similar. So, okay, so
1: what, can you have a conversation with this person?
0: No. You can't reply to the message. You can't, like, say anything about the message. You can favorite it or something like that. But, like, yeah, you can't. Basically, they send you the message and that's that's it. And you, oh, there's no, there's no thread. So you just... No thread. Messi- okay. That's, so it's just one little message. Okay. Uh, what's interesting is, and I've actually, I've seen a couple of articles about it. Uh, generally, everybody who uses it, all the messages that are, like, sent on it are actually, like, more positive than negative things like it's not it hasn't been a breeding ground for like insults and negativity um i will say the thing that it breeds is the like the intense curiosity of who the fuck sent this message to you sure uh like some of them some of them are like interesting uh like i got i got one that said i really wish we were closer physically now I don't know if they mean geographically or if they mean like actual physically. Like, yo, I wanna I wanna get one way ticket to Bone Town. Probably that. Maybe if but see. And then here's my thing because a lot of the messages I've gotten on this app are like, I wish we were closer. I want to spend more time with you. Whatever. Like, uh, you can tell me that. Like, you you don't have to be anonymous if you actually like want us to be closer or like do things. You should probably just like say that.
1: Yeah, it seems that there's. It seems that it. Right, and I think that kind of ties in what I'm getting at is like it, that. It puts up a wall between you, your emotions, and your ability to express your emotions to real people.
0: Yeah, because it's, then
1: you can hide behind an anonymity. But then you're never. You don't get any. You don't. You don't get any real life practice for yeah. in the future when that's going to be a necess- necessary skill for you to have emotional, in depth, real conversations with people. Mm-hmm in person or on a phone or whatever it is, yeah. just with them knowing who you are.
0: I can see that, but I can also see like, I mean, because people naturally, like, with things like that that you normally wouldn't want to express to somebody uh, and have to own up to it, like, it's there's kind of a decision you make. It's either, okay, do I just own up to it and talk to this person, or do I never say it? Sure. And the never say it option is taken a lot of the time. But that's, but that,
1: that, that, that again, that's someone's willingness. Will, I don't know. I see what you're, I see what you're
0: getting at, but yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. weird. It's weird. I had someone messaged me who apparently I was their first kiss. So this must be someone I knew like in high school or before. You don't remember your first kiss? I remember my first kiss, but I don't do think... Oh you
1: don't, oh, you don't remember. Oh, it was their first it kiss. It was their first kiss, not uh, mine. Oh, I got gotcha.
0: you. Uh, I mean, uh, no, it couldn't have been both of ours because my first kiss, I don't think it was her first kiss either. I don't know. It was fucking high school um, or junior high. Fuck. Uh, or, well, I don't know. I'm interested it was, it was, I was like 22. Um... <laughs> No, I think it was like seventh grade, something like that. Um, anyway, but yeah, it's like like this like paragraph. I a lot of the messages that I've gotten are like really really long, huh. and then some of them are just like like one of them is "Do you eat ass?" And nice. I, think, I think it's a joke, but it's good. Um, I think it's a joke too.
1: Again, uh, uh, th- there's an opportunity to ask an anonymous question because you can't reply to them though.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's not questions. It's literally just, I want to say something to you. Huh. It's interesting.
1: See, I would I would be a, a more approving if you could send a message back.
0: Yeah, I, I really wish I could. But then they know who you are, even though you
1: don't know who they are. Yeah. Yeah, they got all the power. But then you'll have all the power when you send messages to other people. That's fair. So you, it's kind of fair in that sense. Be, yeah. Because yeah. then, then if somebody says... Do you eat ass? You could say, yeah, I do. Who this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do.
0: If you got a sweet, sweet ass. Yeah, then, yeah. that If that shit's kept 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 up. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, someone asked if I could make ginger babies with them. Oh, like, boy. I It's just, like, it's, it's so interesting because some of them, I'm like, I don't know if this is a joke or not. Some of them, it's like, I just really wish... Like, the ones that are just like, I want to spend more time with you. Like, fucking... Just, who holler. are you? Holler, yeah. you? holler at your boy! Holler at your boy! Uh, if anyone listening to this sent me a message on Suraha, uh Holler at your boy! Yeah, Holler at your boy! Tell me, tell me what's up. I'm I'm a friendly guy, probably. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, uh,
1: you can call me too if you want. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just call me on my home phone number. Um, I still have a home phone. <laughs> 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 it's four one three savage four. Yeah, just text me or page me nine one one page me. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I spent so I'm in I'm in limbo right now. Uh, as, as we sit, we're in Utah in the Matt cave, the upper deck of the Matt cave, giving you an upper decker. Um, <laughs> uh, I am either moving back to Utah or staying in LA and I don't know which one is happening as we record this. And I don't know how to respond to that. You don't, you wait. No, but I drove 12 hours with a car full of comics yesterday i'm gonna
1: laugh my ass off if you drive 12 hours back with a car full of comics tomorrow
0: i don't think i can here's the thing i i decided that uh from now on my living experience in la up until like i have like a really like solid situation going on i need to like live much more minimally
1: yeah that's probably a good idea
0: and so i'm gonna leave most of my comics up here in storage i'm just gonna take like the the real important ones the good goods mm-hmm. uh, uh all
1: seven issues of Mr. Miracle number 12 one. Twelve
0: issues. Uh, yeah, all, all seven copies of Mr. Miracle number one and nothing else. Um, <laughs> no, you know, like your new frontiers and your watchmans and shit. Um, I gotcha, I gotcha. But uh yeah, it's just like, dude, I had I had eleven short boxes or no, sorry, I had ten short boxes and one long box. That's ridiculous filled with comics. Like I How much did you go out there with? If I were if I were to estimate, I probably went out there with so six Jesus. short boxes so yeah i pretty much doubled my comics Holy collection shit. in the last year what the fuck yeah am i doing with my life i don't know man i, I mean, gotta
1: stop yeah that's what digital comics are for
0: exactly that that's been the thing man is it's really getting me over to that digital comics train like just i mean how much easier is it to move a, a tablet, a than tablet. It is to <laughs> move fucking a tablet 12 boxes a yeah. tablet
1: and the cloud with you
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, literally, you don't have to move anything. You can just get a new computer wherever you go and get all your comics.
1: No, I'm, 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 I'm only collecting paper now of stuff that I'm really stoked about. I like the paper experience more. Yeah. but I just, I can't afford just buying comics willy nilly, and it just takes up so much space. Yeah, especially because I buy trades, uh, um, which you know they're nice. Uh, what do they call it now? Shelfie yes that's is that a word yeah dude oh take a a
0: shelfie yeah 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 Yeah.
1: take a picture of your shelf yes
0: yeah i see i i do shelfie fodder (laughs) shelfie fodder that's the name of this episode shelfie fodder um i i do really really enjoy being able to look at my comics on my shelf um when i'm you know like if i'm writing or even just like Doing whatever like it's it's nice to just have them right there to like pull off the shelf and kind of flip through the pages sure it's mu- like that, I think that's the biggest thing. It's much less easy to flip through pages in a digital comic. you, you know you
1: just have to put your finger down and back up to flip the page in a digital comic. depends on the app, all of them Mm-mm. sometimes you have to swipe a little bit
0: mm. but it's still like not the same like you don't get the same like visual input I, I, I'm with you. I don't know. There's just there's something nice about I, it. I, I agree.
1: <laughs> I agree, and I have no problem reading them on a yeah. tablet.
0: Uh, speaking of digital comics, uh, they're making an Obi Wan movie. <laughs> nice, excellent segue, Jason. Fuck yeah!
1: They are making an Obi Wan movie. Uh, so McGregor's not confirmed.
0: He's not confirmed, but like probable. Like he's, I mean, he's really gone out there being like, "Yo, I'm fucking down." Yeah. Like, I'm more down than anything in the world. Well, and I think everybody on the planet wants him to do it.
1: Yeah. Because it's like, it's like you cast the perfect actor to play Obi, a young Obi-Wan who yeah. nails a, a, like an Alec Guinness impression. Yeah. And you put him in some trash movies.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, I...
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you, 100%. Well, well who's the director's name? Because that's awesome, too.
0: Stephen Daldry. Yes. He's an Oscar-nominated filmmaker, uh... Who made Billy Elliot and The Hours? Right, neither of which I've seen, but I've heard they're good. Yeah, they they seem like those uh those like film hipster movies. Wait,
1: no, is not The Hours that one with Nicole Kidman?
0: Sure, I don't know, maybe, possibly. I think that's the others. That's the <laughs> others. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Same let's, thing. Let's let's say it's the others. He directed the others. Okay. Uh, real real big tone shift for him going to the Obi Wan movie. Um, yeah, I I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of look at this guy, see see what he's because. <laughs> Oh, it's it is the one with Nicole Kidman uh, and Meryl Streep, although it might be a different Nicole Kidman movie than you were. Nailed
1: thinking. it! I'm 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 calling that. I nailed it. I did it. Snailed it.
0: Um,
1: no, that's anyway. I, I you know I guess it'll, it'll be fun to see. I assume it's going to take place. I don't know where it's going to take place. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at like if it's pre prequel. Yeah, that's going to be a whole can of worms. I, I don't. It's, to it's not pre prequel. And it. so it's, it's going to be, be just
0: him like. Tooling around on Tatooine, probably. That's they're probably gonna call it tooling around on Tatooine, a Star Wars story. Oh boy, God, that that would be a good name for this episode too.
1: Tooling around on Tatooine,
0: um, coming up with so many episodes. Oh, he made uh, inc- extremely loud and incredibly close, which oh. is a fucking terrible name to try and remember. Um, that was a good movie. I it's it's weird because all of his movies are like these like. Like quiet, ponderous character pieces about something to do with family.
1: Uh, duh, that's what they're doing with the Obi Wan movie. Ugh. Here's my theory: it's Kay. gonna be a quiet, pondering movie about the uh, Obi Wan family, where he <coughs> shows that he is in fact Ray's father.
0: Oh, Ray, I'm your father. That's my Alec Guinness. That's that was real good. Is that pretty good. Like nope. it's not good. Uh, no, that was really good. Nope. Ray, I'm your
1: father. Oh my God, you're gonna listen back to this and Luke. cringe. <laughs> That's Listen true. to the
0: force, Luke Oh boy um,
1: That's not a knife <laughs> That's no. not a knife
0: <laughs> uh, Speaking of and McGregor though Ben Affleck apparently is not leaving Batman As the Batman role Casey Affleck was like, yo, Ben Affleck's leaving that Batman role And then Ben Affleck was like, yo dog, I'm here to stay
1: Ooh, Sounds like Somebody needs to make a movie about that <laughs> Turbulent family drama.
0: Maybe Casey Affleck is just trying to position himself to be Batman. They don't look enough alike. They don't look alike at all. I feel like they might not even be real brothers. I think they just said that for publicity. Oh, boy. Uh, all right, great. It's Whoop-de-do. like, yeah, Ben Affleck, he's not He's not fucking Batman, boy.
1: Yep. Uh, well, I'm Casey Affleck. I'm going to go ahead and say whoop-de-doo. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, I
0: don't care if he's playing Batman or not. For me, I'm just like shit or get off the pot. Totally, and maybe maybe he has like gotten off, or maybe he's he's shat. Either one. Maybe he's done whichever one is the better one that means he's Batman. Uh, but then everyone else is still like, no, he's not going to be Batman. And he's like, I'm I'm Batman. Um, Batman. <laughs> you imagine I'm, if he said it like that in Batman. the movie? <laughs> I'm I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> uh, speaking of dumb voices, how, how's how's Rick and Morty treating you? Uh, season
1: three. Season three. Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. Um The second episode was the Mad Max one. That was pretty fun. Yeah. The third one was Pickle Rick, which was just brilliant.
0: Uh and then and then number four town, that's uh the Vindicators. Which I have not seen yet. Dude, Vindicators, so good.
1: Um, uh, but I really liked the Jaguar and Pickle Rick. Yeah. That was pretty
0: great. That was fantastic. The whole thing's
1: just like, I, I was like, oh man, he's a pickle. What's going to happen here? <laughs> Holy mother of God. I was not expecting where this went.
0: That was pretty great. I, I'm I'm endlessly impressed by their ability to uh, find stories and really dumb concepts.
1: Oh, I know. I mean, really, it, it, I, I bet you anything. They were hanging out one day and one of them was like, trying to say Rick and said pick or something and they were like, hey, pickle Rick.
0: Yeah. And they're like, okay, where do we go with pickle Rick? Oh, here you go. Brilliant yeah probably <laughs> it's like it's just so weird when they take something like that and they they turn it into an actual like insightful analysis of the character you know right him trying to hide from his family and
1: has to like deal with all this other stuff and he's putting on these al- alternate personas yeah and it, he's like changing his skin and building upon himself but never actually taking like dealing with his himself yeah yeah it's great
0: and fucking who was the therapist was it like glenn close or it was someone like that susan that was the sarandon therapist? susan that's who it was yeah. yeah um boy she has her boobs out a lot doesn't she yeah uh even in cartoon they were out probably nope kind of like i record my
1: podcasts no nope, but that's the only place you'll ever hear susan sarandon say come back if you know anybody
0: who eats poop <laughs> uh yeah if you're not watching season three of rick and Morty, fucking get on get on that train i'm sure you are though you probably are yeah um so uh so nazis they've been a
1: thing oh fucking hell Dude, here's, here's what's funny what was it two episodes ago where i was talking about how i've been playing wolfenstein killing yeah. nazis yeah. yeah 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 now they're real there's nazis out there
0: yeah like real nazis like we we decided like a long time ago that like we w- didn't like Nazis. I'm
1: 99 percent sure we went to war to say hey Nazis are bad.
0: Exactly. Like that was that was pretty much the point was of us joining World War Two is to be like okay fuck these guys. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Uh, but as it relates to comics, uh, Tom well, King. Well, I mean,
1: you know, let's just be fair.
0: We can stand firm that the Savage Land says. Yeah, the Savage Land has a firm anti-Nazi. Yeah, policy. we
1: have a we have a have we have a. We have a, we have a we have a catchphrase around these parts and it's fuck Nazis.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like Savage Land, comma, fuck Nazis. Yeah, fuck white
1: nationalists, fuck KKK.
0: Yeah, all all of yeah, all of the ab- above, below. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, below like and below. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. Like I don't know if like if you if you think that a certain race should rule the world above other races, then like fuck you or anything at all. Like if you think anyone should rule above other people, like Fuck off, please. Unless it's Galactus, we can all we could all get on board with that. Yeah, well, because Gal- Galactus is above all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's real big. Yeah, he's a very large man, I mean, and he's got the power of cosmic. So yeah, yeah, gonna... and he can eat our planet. Right, like right, it's right, just right, like, right, right. what are you going to do? Otherwise, uh, yeah, outside of Galactus, uh, firm firm policy against yeah. people ruling over other people. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, important. Um, but uh, Tom King got really in the mood to uh to punch or to write comics about heroes punching Nazis. And so he is reviving the... Uh, Tom King, dot, 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 CIA agent. Yeah, Tom King, former active duty CIA agent who spent time in Iraq convincing terrorists to spy on other terrorists. You know, dot, 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 fighting for... Fighting for he, America. For America. Yeah, fighting for values and freedom. And, and not for Nazis. And not for Nazis. Just throwing that out yeah. there. Direct opposite of Nazis. Yep. Um, is bringing back a character that is a much beloved uh, DC Comics character who was also created by people who fought Nazis. Uh, his name is Sergeant Rock. Yeah. He's, like, D- basically DC's equivalent of Nick Fury, except right. he was in the army. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's writing a Sar- Sergeant Rock story about dude fighting some Nazis, and, like, tons of incredible artists are already being like, hey... Please let me draw this, so it might end up being a lot of awesome artists. See what what, and I think that'd be really cool if, like, each issue was a different artist. Totally, and it's. I mean, it's good names like Chris Somney, who we've talked about a lot. Exactly, he's incredible. Mitch uh, thanks. I know it's a weird name, Um, Mitch Garrods, Francesco Francavilla, uh, Doc Shainer, yeah, um, like everybody who you would ever want to draw a comic at all. um, I like if 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 they're able to do that with all those artists on this book. That would be incredible yeah um so yeah i i i like i like the firm uh no Nazi stance uh although it's very weird that we have to revisit the topic of whether or not we like nazis
1: it's absolutely mind boggling yeah, I really have to like we have to like it's a discussion now, like yeah we really have to have a conversation that Nazis are bad
0: hmm I will say congrats to all the cities uh who have removed their confederate war statues. Uh, in related news, why the fuck did we still have Confederate war statues? Yeah, sure. Or you know, I mean, just took a stand and said, "Hey, no,
1: no Nazis allowed here." Yeah. <laughs> like By the way, guys, firm E-T-Dubs. stance.
0: No Nazis. Yeah. Um, oh wait, are you Nazis? Sorry. See ya later. No, we really, we really don't like those here. Yeah, and for anyone who wants to do
1: the argument, well, free speech. Look up the, uh, the. Uh, oh, oh, it's gonna bug me. Ooh, this is bad Uh, bad bad podcasting Matt. second amendment nope (laughs) nope the the, uh the tolerance paradox look up the tolerance paradox Mm. of why uh to be tolerant you can also say to intolerant groups that that's not okay yeah absolutely yep look it up
0: and freedom like uh, speech and actions are very different things uh you know people got hurt and people died because of the actions of these kind of people, so I think freedom of speech ends. To be clear, exactly just so right
1: everybody's a hundred percent clear, Nazis.
0: Yeah, Nazis. Nazis. Very easy. It's an easy equation. Seems seems yeah pretty crystal clear to yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, speaking of uh, conflicted relationships, um, Jonathan Hickman cir- circling circling the comic book news world. Here's the thing: Do you really want Hickman
1: like taking over some DC stuff? Okay, so because like, you know, he you know, he wouldn't just like dabble. uh, Yeah. So here here's here's
0: my thought. Uh, Would you want four years of Justice League (laughs) Hickman style? Okay. I'll express a few opinions here uh, and and the reasoning why. So to to give people context, uh, Jim Lee, who's co-publisher at DC Comics, tweeted out a picture saying that he was having uh, lunch with Jonathan Hickman at the Warner Brothers headquarters. Uh, which pretty much means they're probably talking about doing some comics and Hickman has teased that he's worked like he's teased some work with DC for a while now. Um, Hickman of course took over the entire Marvel universe for like six years and held a ransom. Um, (laughs) yeah, really, really did. Uh, However, his independent stuff I've really liked, and, and his Marvel stuff I have liked. It's just been fucking weird. Anyway.
1: No, it's really good. It's just long and convoluted and difficult to get through.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think if you read, like, just Secret Warriors or, like, just Fantastic Four or something like that, then then you can do pretty well. But taking the whole thing, especially the Avengers parts, gets rough. Um, so, DC, here here's the, the first scenario that I'm imagining here. Scenario one, I think DC follows in the pattern that they've been doing recently where they're sort of doing like these pop-up imprints. You know, they gave Gerard Way an imprint to kind of curate with like four books in it. Uh, Warren Ellis has his imprint with like four books. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they're doing like the Dark Matter one, which is kind of like Scott Snyder slash Dan DiDio's little imprint with all those uh, like, you know, old school artists. Uh Um, Part of me thinks maybe this is a discussion about giving Jonathan Hickman an imprint, you know, with like maybe a line of like three or four books or uh, having him work with Warren Ellis on the Wildstorm stuff. Mm. Either one of those I think is awesome mm-hmm. because they're, you know, in their own section and they can do whatever the fuck they want. Sure. Uh, I think there's another possibility that would be incredible that people on Reddit have talked about if he's doing Legion of Superheroes, uh-huh. which is far removed from all the, you know, mainstream DC stuff. It's just super cosmic and out there okay. and hasn't been touched in years uh then i would love to see him do that okay i i don't love the idea of him doing justice league but Uh i am far more in favor of him writing justice league than brian hitch writing justice league is it not good (sighs) brian brian hitch like and and i i don't say this to be like oh all artists are just artists brian hitch however is an artist who should just be an artist Oh, okay he's not He's not a great writer. Every single story arc is the fucking same. It's like, ah, oh, giant monster trying to destroy a city. Let's figure out how to beat it. Oh, no, the trash ring. Exactly. It's trash rings and laser beams fucking everywhere. Like, I don't like it as much as I love Brian Hitch's art. And I think that he's like the art team on that book outside of even just himself mm-hmm. is really solid. Sure. But like for the Justice League book, like your centerpiece book, it's got to be solid on all points. You know?
1: Yeah. Well I, and I, and to that I would say Hickman probably would deliver something a pretty solid compelling storyline. Exactly. But do you want your sort of your your tent pole to be uh, fucking Avengers for 4 years?
0: Yeah, I I'd, I'd... Well, and here's the thing. If Avengers had just been the Avengers book, then I would have been fine with Hickman's stuff. But But not Avengers and Secret
1: Avengers and...
0: And New Avengers and Avengers World. And, you know, like... Yes, exactly. once, Once you're spreading your sort of web all across the entire universe, then I'm like, okay, I can't keep up with this shit. But if he just does a Justice League book, then I am super cool with that. Like... Because, I mean, he's got a lot of, like, plates spinning anyway. You know, he's got Frontier that's coming out soon, uh, Black Monday Murders, East of West. Yeah. Um, I think the Dying and the Dead is finishing up right now. But, like... I think it's over. But, like, he's got a lot of stuff that he's working on. And so I don't think it would be wise for him or for DC to give him, like, a bunch of books to do. Sure. Um, So, yeah, I'd be fine. If he just did the Justice League book, then that'd be incredible. If he did any of those other things that I talked about, it'd be awesome. But if he takes over the DC universe, then I'm like, okay... No, thanks. Yep, I'm with you. Um, but that's exciting though. I would love to see Hickman's take on some DC characters. Sure.
1: No, I I, I any any fresh blood no matter what is always fun.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I think that's why that's why,
1: you know, that's why you know, I'm so excited about, you know, Zdarsky Spider-Man and, you know, like they're just Zdarsky coming in and kind of switching things up and Yeah. Um,
0: just yeah, introducing new, uh, fresh, fresh blood
1: to the these characters. I mean, so yeah, so like Spider-Man issue 2 came out. I read it. It's great it's fun
0: so you you stand in direct opposition of our our friend scott corelli
1: yeah scott take that take that scott take that i like it
0: have you ever thought about sometimes i think scott and i are like alternate like like darker like dark universe reflections of each other yeah which one of you you is bizarro yeah i don't know which one of us is bizarro Mm, scott my my output lately has been much less than his podcast wise because i'm working on these comics and all that shit but my podcast output is about to increase quite a lot yeah uh, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, Scott. The, you may win this round, Scott Corelli. <laughs> they had uh recently these Spider Man minute episodes with uh with my buddy Dan Gavasdin from Amazing Spider Talk. Yep, went up, and it was very interesting uh, hearing these two uh, different types of Spider Man fans talk it out. Oh yeah, I'd like to hear that. Yeah, it was it was a good little time. Um, we're we're gonna be on that show at some point, right? Spider Man Minute. Did yeah. we schedule something? I think no, we did. We haven't scheduled
1: anything yet, but. Yeah, we're on it.
0: We're in like some Green Goblin shit. Or whatever. What are you doing with your hair, man?
1: What I do every time I record.
0: Is this really what you do when you Sometimes. record? Sometimes. Don't judge me. This is weird. I haven't seen you in a long time. Um. Shit's <laughs> got weird around here, man. Shit's got fucking weird. Uh, did you hear about that MoviePass shit? Uh, in passing. I don't really know what it's about. Dude. So MoviePass has been around for a while. Okay. The typical structure has been uh, $45 a month. Uh-huh. And you can see a movie a day. Uh, at participating theaters. Okay, it's forty five dollars a month, but you can see you know you can see thirty thirty one movies a month, right?
1: That's stupid. Nobody's gonna see that many movies a month.
0: No, but like forty five, uh, you know, for for really heavy moviegoers, I, I see what you're getting at. Forty five a month is pretty good. Uh, they recently got ha- like had kind of new ownership take over. A former Netflix partner n- took over Movie Pass and immediately announced that they are dropping their price to ten dollars a month. Okay, so everybody bought it. Yeah, the website the website went down. Is it still down? I think it's back up now. As they're listening to it, it's probably back up. I I was able to like get through and sign up for one, so mine's my movie passes in the mail. But dude, ten dollars a month, and you can see up to fucking thirty movies in theaters every month.
1: Right, because you can see one a day. Yeah, or do what Jason does and see multiple movies with one free movie pass.
0: Yeah, see exactly. You can do um, whatever you do. Okay, so. <sighs>
1: Only participating theaters,
0: yeah. So it's kind of like you have to kind of see like in for your area or whatever, like which theaters are. Yeah, I think I don't know how it stacks up for Utah. In L.A., there's quite a lot of theaters. Because I bet
1: you Megaplex, the big Utah chain, does not have it. I bet they might. I don't know. Especially here's the other thing because they're they're somewhat independent. Of the whole bigger chain spectrum
0: yeah well but uh, so for instance, in L.A., it's the smaller theaters actually that are more participant in it than the bigger ones what do they get out of it? do they get a cut yeah, of course they get a cut but what are they like a buck it's, if you're it, it's, 10... it depends on how like it depends on like how many movies the person is seeing at that theater every month like, you so know.
1: they're they're definitely hedging their bets on people buying a ten dollar pass and then still only seeing one movie a month yeah, I mean otherwise the... that's not a realistic so that's not enough that 's not enough money coming in to be able to warrant it
0: here 's where I think you 're wrong um in in two ways I, I think a there's a possibility that you could be wrong because the average i think the average American might not see a movie a month, however they might sign up for this because they think they will go more that's what I, that, No, that's exactly what i 'm saying yeah,
1: and they don 't go more yeah, and they 're still paying ten bucks a month yeah
0: it 's kind of like the h b o model exactly
1: um, but because I bought h b o go HBO now, yeah. When to watch The Leftovers, yeah. and then let it lapse for four months and only watch like one movie.
0: Yeah, well, and I mean, it was the same when it was a cable subscription thing. People would sign up for HBO to like watch one show and then just keep it for ten years. You know? Exactly. Um, and that's apparently there was some study done one time that was like seventy percent of HBO's revenue comes from people who don't watch HBO. Totally. Um, totally. Which is weird, but I think honestly, I think that they are positioning themselves for a buyout. They're trying to rack up their subscriber numbers like as quickly as possible. This new guy who took over, I think he's trying to get, you know, Amazon or somebody like that to buy their company. Uh And so, I mean, their subscribing numbers just went up like who knows how much, but infinitely. Like the the signups just the day that they announced it were fucking crazy. Uh And so they're like they're going to quickly, I'm sure, get even approaching as many subscribers as a service like hulu or netflix huh. um i think they're trying to get it bought out either way and they get bought out and then the price is going to go up it's possible so, so they've guaranteed that at least for a year the price will stay the same okay so while it lasts it'll be fun as hell um i i don't think it's overly sustainable however who knows it might be i mean netflix on paper netflix doesn't seem overly sustainable but in, and granted, they are in a huge amount of debt, but I think well, at the what's end they it projected?
1: They're projected to spend like twenty million next year.
0: Oh, way more than that. Or they're, twenty billion? Or they're something in crazy? twenty billion dollars of debt right now, and they're projected to to double it.
1: That's insane. Yeah. What's what?
0: Why? Amazon did the same thing. And Amazon Amazon like, was in debt for like fifteen years. That's so crazy. Yeah. Like they the 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 whole business model in the internet age is to so. Where ex- are they going
1: to start getting the revenue from?
0: uh netflix yeah basically once they're once people are subscribed to a point where they don't want to turn it away then they can stop spending as much you know it's it's kind of like amazon like amazon kind of reached a point where they still spend on big stuff now yeah but they they spread so far like amazon subscriber base got so big that it was like they couldn't spend money fast enough right to keep up with it yeah. and so the money started coming in and that's what netflix is hoping to do with you know huh. making all these movies signing all these exclusive contracts with people is to keep people so interested in their stuff that no matter what they keep subscribed and i'm sure netflix is going to try and expand into other areas you know yeah they've got to do so there's got to be something else for them to get i mean or they'll jack up the monthly pr- fee i think that that's probably the next phase we're going to start seeing yeah uh it's it's uh, like digital. I they'll, meet, they'll probably meet HBO at fifteen bucks. Probably. Well, but then I think I think overall all of these services are probably going to get a little more expensive. Um, I just hope my Comixology doesn't go over five bucks. Yeah. Is it is it only five? I thought it's it was ten.
1: F- I'm
0: pretty sure it's five. Oh shit. I th- or maybe six. It's like stupidly affordable. I wonder if Comixology has referral programs. We should uh, I should see if they do. Uh, that'd be cool because that'd be a good one to promote on the show. Speaking of promotions. <laughs> comic bento. This month is bento gets wet. Uh, do you know? Do you know what bento gets wet's about? Water. Water. I Fucking was going to say
1: other stuff, but we're going to leave that off the show today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> every every time I talk about this box, I just mention Aquaman and Namor. Can you think of any other water related comic book characters?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, Jeff Lemire's underwater welder.
0: Ooh, nice. Low.
1: Ooh. Um,
0: Look at Matt with the water references. Uh, ooh, I bet Lowe is pretty likely to be in there.
1: Yeah, Lowe sounds likely. There's that one that I have downstairs by... Oh, fuck. <laughs> my sister got it for me for my birthday. Okay. Um, Spaceman. Mm. By... uh
0: Person. Yep, I'm going to water that's bubble sound. Good audio. Um, um but yeah, so uh, the theme is Bento gets wet. You, the uh the deal is for this month's box you get five uh collected edition comics, graphic novels uh all themed around the, the 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 True Final Frontier, which is the sea. Um It's by Brian Azzarello. Oh, that's Brian Azzarello. He's a good writer. Have you read Spaceman? I haven't read Spaceman. Excellent. I'll read that then. Yeah. Um maybe it'll be in the Bento box and uh and we'll we'll love it. Yep um but yeah if you uh if you use our promo code which is savage if you go to comicbento.com use promo code savage you can get five dollars off your first box fathom fathom yeah i did i did mention fathom one did time. you okay yeah. um i do love michael turner's art but that book's not great it's terrible uh, uh yeah. it's not good either what are you talking about what was that the art the legs are like th- over yeah but it's a style it's not supposed to be realistic yeah, I don't like it. I mean, fucking. There, there's a lot of comics that I like that aren't I don't realistic. Like it. Um, but yeah, use use promo code Savage. Get five dollars off your first box on Comic Bento, and like seriously help out the show a ton. It's it, we really like it when you do that. Please, be great. Yeah, good stuff. Get and that's water. been sponsorship get some, corner. Get some, get some underwater comics. Get some underwater comics. I mean, there's five of them. Twenty freaking bucks for five trade paperbacks. Like that's. That's a deal you can't beat in the in the market, as my grandpa used to say. Stop making those noises. Oh, it's boy. my underwater sounds. Um, Tim Seeley, man. You know those two comics that he teased last week on our uh, on our show? I do. It's two uh, comics that sound really awesome.
1: Uh, you got the info on them. I can't remember. I re- I briefly read over them earlier, but I, I I didn't get a chance to actually see what they were going. on. one's like horror sci-fi or something, and one's like. Uh, something else
0: yeah one of of them is like a a horror thriller type thing um i'm i'm pull i'm pulling up right now so one of them is a vertigo series uh it's a sci-fi horror title called imaginary friends or sorry imaginary fiends see get it because it's like normally imaginary friends but now it's imaginary fiends because it's a play on words you know plays on words fiends friends imaginary fiends sure like when you're a kid and you have an imaginary friend.
1: Uh, what? What? I'm, somebody may or may not have been whispering in my ear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, I was like, hoping he would be able to get get back up to speed. Did not. Didn't. Uh, his new his new series with Vertigo is called um, Imaginary Fiends. Oh yeah yeah okay yeah yeah Jesus. You. Hey um, man. Um. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it looks it looks pretty awesome. Um. And, uh, I mean, I I love Vertigo series, and it's got... uh, Well, that's exciting in and of itself. I think Vertigo has a pretty high standard. Absolutely. And it's Stephen Molnar on art, which is awesome. Um, The other comic that Tim Seeley announced that he also teased is a sci-fi comic called Brilliant Trash. uh, And it's coming from Aftershock Comics, who have been delivering a lot of really solid titles lately. Uh they have baby teeth from Donnie Cates. They've got um Oh I, I I heard that was really good. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I it, read it. No, like Donnie Cates that. is a great writer yes, as is. well. Um they've also got uh Jimmy's Boy or Jimmy's Bastards by Garth Ennis. Um they're they're putting together like a really solid publisher at Aftershock. So Tim Seeley's joining that uh that team with artist Priscilla Petraeates, probably. That's it. Um it's a sci fi superhuman epic. Uh, from Aftershock Comics. Cool. Set in the near future dystopian America, Brilliant Trash centers on journalist Kennedy Avis who uncovers a conspiracy involving drugs that give its users immense power in exchange for days off their lives. Of course, Avis will also have to make everyone believe her in a world where the news is tailor-made for every viewpoint. I wonder where the inspiration for that came from. Couldn't tell you. No idea. Not one. not ripped from the headlines. Nope. No, I like that. I like when people, uh, you know, write to exactly the world that we exist in. Yeah, I'm with you. And I like when people come on our show and tease a, tease a comic, and then the comic gets announced the day before it gets released, and then we're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I don't really care. We, we didn't make it clear which day it was going up. It's our fault. Life goes on. But yeah, Tim Seeley, good writer, good stuff.
1: Um,
0: uh, what's going on in the next week, man?
1: What's going on in the next week? Well, we got a Solar eclipse. Solar eclipse. Solar eclipse
0: pickle pickle eclipse rick it's, what? The, it's the new hotness this week yeah that one um i don't know i just figure we're probably i don't have my computer in front of me but we're probably getting close on time getting on time um now coming up uh
1: we're, we we got a we're going to have a we're going to have an extra special episode for you that's going to be a little bit uh different we'll see what happens yeah there. t uh, t teaser-oony. yep uh, we'll have a uh, solar eclipse uh review we'll we'll rate we'll, we'll, we'll rate the uh, solar eclipse let you know what you thought what we thought about it let you know if the third act was pretty good or not <laughs> um uh, it was pretty good i didn't like the uh i mean the the the, the overall acting i would say is pretty good but uh the uh presentation and the pacing was just a little slow <laughs> The effects were uh, yeah. The, the first act to took about an hour to get there, and then there was this uh, second act that was real strong, but only about two minutes long, and then the third <laughs> act you know, it took another about an hour to fade out. So I don't know.
0: I uh, don't know. Um, uh, what's uh if if you were to if you were to take a guesstimate of like what a really cool thing is that the listeners can do, what do you think it is? If
1: there's just a really cool thing that the listeners could do,
0: yeah. What? like as it relates to our show? Like what's the thing that'd be oh, awesome? Oh a great review on iTunes. Fuck yeah. That'd if you're listening, if you're first off, if you're listening to this right now and you're not subscribed, what are you doing? What it, you doing there, Paul? What do what, what you what's what's your whole plan? Should probably get on that. should your dog is looking at us so weird. Yeah, he, is. he just he left just the, the room. We <laughs> <laughs> like, start nah. making high noise. He's like, "Yo, I'm out of here." Yeah, what are you guys doing? Um,
1: uh, yes, please. No rate, rate review on iTunes. That that a, a helps us out. A uh, B as uh, has been said ample times before. I'll read it no matter what, except unless it's like unless you're a Nazi.
0: Yeah, if you're a Nazi, then we're not going to read it. Um, uh,
1: but otherwise, no. Check it out. Um, you know, you can also, if you so choose. Uh find us on Facebook and Instagram, Savage Land Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at Savage Land Pod. Yeah. If you go to our Instagram, we post funny things daily.
0: And we also most of the time post them on Facebook and uh Twitter as well. That's
1: true. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. Facebook and Twitter need some love.
0: Yeah, they do. We we we, we put a lot of emphasis on Instagram, which is great, and we got, you know, you guys you guys come out in droves on Instagram with all the love and we love that. Uh but if you could, if you've got those other mediums, Throwing us a like on Facebook and a follow on twitter would uh, would be super dope because right now we got a real uneven following listen i i posted
1: I posted something that I learned hmm. from my from my wife that was one of the most my wife poignant sentiments said thus far in the world hmm. on Twitter, and I got one like, and it's elbows are the knees of the arms hmm. That's what I wrote. Oh, no. no, that's what I that's what oh, no. I wrote. So if I wrote Matt's it Matt's wrong. I did it wrong.
0: Matt's wife's, that's wife's contending. That's what I said. You said. Oh, that's my mind, there's no that contention. That was my
1: wife trying to get in on the podcast here. You yeah, want to tell the listeners, you want to tell the listeners, Jenica, how, how you really feel. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's here's my wife. I really, f- I really feel like elbows really are the knees of the arms, and that I said that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's how he presented it. He was he was not uh, inaccurately presenting you. My wife. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a gag in
1: the new Mystery Science Theater um, episode. The like the that's like what was the movie like the Curse of a Thousand Cities or the this dumb fantasy movie from the '80s. Uh huh. And then and the like the protagonist like guy is fighting three or four like ninja dudes or like ninja looking dudes or whatever. Huh. Anyway, one of them gets stabbed in the stomach. He looks like Borat, and they're making fun of him (laughs) looking like Borat, and he gets stabbed in the stomach, and as he's he's dying, he's like, my wife. (laughs) And I just think that's the funniest. Remember when Borat was great? I do. Borat, who can never be great again, because everybody knows what he looks like. Yeah. Um, Remember when Borat got in a lot of trouble for putting people on a movie that they didn't give the permission for?
0: Oh, yeah. He got in a whole lot of trouble. (laughs) Remember when Chip Zdarsky was asked by somebody, "What would you ten years ago think of of what in t- ten years ago? What would you have said about what you're doing now?" And he's like, "I probably would have made a Borat joke because I was really into Borat then." <laughs> that was a good. That was a good tweet. Good times. Thanks, Chip. Yeah, if you're if you're on Twitter following us, uh, Chip at, at Zdarsky. That's also another source of entertainment that's real fun. But he yeah. doesn't need the love. He's got a lot of followers.
1: No, but if you do know at Zadarsky, send him our way. Because yeah, good I want, lord, I want to talk to. I want to. Where's my chippy?
0: Yeah, we want to get some chippy on on this on this Showtowns. Yeah, where's my chippy? Yeah, that's why I was eating Pringles when I came on.
1: Yeah, well, those that's not the right chippy.
0: It's not the right chippy.
1: Um... Let's see. Uh, call yeah. us at four one three savage four. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the show.
0: Please leave us a voicemail. We got we got to crank up those voicemail numbers. All the voicemail people are like, "Hey, where's your voicemails? We're gonna uh, uh, call the mafia to kick your knees in if you don't get more voicemails." And I don't. I like my knees. Um, Amazon banner <laughs> that might be cool. dot com. Uh, we have an Amazon banner up top. You can do your Amazon. Ch- you know how it works. It's an Amazon banner. Yep. Click it. Click it. It's either that might be cool.com or Savage <mirly> yeah. it. it, Bap it. it. <laughs> Click it. <laughs> <laughs> um any th- I don't know. Do we have anything else? What, we, what else should we say? What's the what's the haps? I think Zach Kaplan's coming on the show soon.
1: Yeah, Zach Kaplan's coming back? Triumphant Rodan- Return.
0: Michael Cho. Uh yeah, Michael Cho. We're still trying to figure out the date with Michael Cho because okay. shit came up and yeah, whatever. Left and house. I'm also maybe moving and so it's like really throwing a wrench into some of the yeah, scheduling sure. plans. Um so like Comic-Cons coming up. Don't go. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Gauntlet thrown uh, Hey man, you know,
1: I I was talking to a friend who has who also knows some people in the in the comic community. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me that there is a sort of one of those like, you know, in the no comic forums that only people who are actual in the in the industry. Yeah that there is a thread about boycotting solid comic-con wow from like you know actual people in the industry wow. who are saying don't none of us go to solid comic-con uh because they don't treat you well at all and nobody buys anything
0: yep that's that's kind of that's kind of par for the course for what i've heard um yep. i mean that's what david walker said on the show yeah no that was was it Walker? i thought it was sanford green either one either one one of the power man and iron fist guys power man or iron fist said that yeah um uh but yeah i uh we at least i will be at la comic-con i don't know about you and rachel uh whether you guys are deciding to do it or not but at least one of us will be at la comic-con and that's a fun one to go to a lot of comics people there yeah um i think it's in october or something i don't know we'll have updates and if you want updates on on shit go to our social networks please follow us yep we'll tell you stuff follow us into our houses
1: no you can follow me into my house I'm okay with that
0: (laughs) well uh, we hope you've enjoyed this very rambly no topic uh, last minute Jason's in Utah for one day let's just get together and record episode uh, in the savage land
1: we did it Nice. Are we gonna have to put a secret track on the end of this?
0: Probably, uh, yeah. Like put like thirty minutes of silence on the end. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've done that before, but like with like five seconds of silence. Yeah. Now you gotta put you gotta put like uh, ten minutes,
1: ten or twenty minutes of silence (laughs) on the end. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That'll be. That's how. That should be how we do post-roll ads people wait for 20 minutes to see what it is and there's just a fucking ad for t-shirts <laughs> oh fuck should we start the show you can eat your chips yeah they won't have to except one of us when we're editing it uh. oh yeah